This is Xander Invictus, proud Gryffindor, and welcome to the Stream Coach Podcast, the show that helps you step up your game as a professional live streamer. And now, here's your host. She used to write Harry Potter fan fiction, Ashney Christ. What's up, streamers? Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast, where we give you tips, tricks, and advice on how to pursue your dreams and learn to stream. I'm so excited to be back with you this week. Last week, we talked about consistency, and I gave you three tips on how to be more consistent, how I remain consistent, at least on YouTube. I know the podcast has been a little bit inconsistent lately, but hopefully that is fixed now that I have changed the way and times that I record this. So this week, we are going to be interviewing someone who is extremely consistent. So we're kind of sticking with this theme of consistency here. Not only is she an incredible Twitch partner, humble partner, She calls herself a full-time Khaleesi, which I just love. She is incredibly consistent. And the reason that she is consistent is because she holds herself accountable to being consistent. So if she is sick or maybe trying to make an excuse, like she's just not feeling it one day, she holds herself accountable and makes herself show up to the stream anyways, which I think is a huge reason of why she has grown to the point that she has in the last about six or seven months, I think. Like, this girl has just exploded. So I'm definitely looking forward to speaking to this person with you and to having you hear this interview. So if you have been listening to the show and you are loving the show, we're going to do a little bit of, of house cleaning here real quick before we actually get into the interview. If you've been loving the show, you're enjoying yourself. Of course, the way that first way that you can support the show is just by subscribing, right? So just hit subscribe on your podcast player and just keep the good times rolling, I guess. Keep those uh, new podcast episodes coming into your feed. Another way that you can support the show is by leaving a review on iTunes. Our iTunes review section is empty somehow, and it makes me really sad because iTunes reviews help people discover the show. It helps me know what I can do to improve the show. Like, I want feedback on this. I want to make this the best podcast out there, the best number one podcast for content creation, for Twitch, but also for business. Like, I want this to be the best out of everything, and that is the goal, and I can't get there without your feedback. So if you have any feedback to give me, please leave a review on iTunes and help me out. And if you are just really loving the show and you want to take it a step further and you are really serious about growing your stream and growing your community, please check out our Patreon community. That's at patreon.com slash ashneychrist. There are a lot of people there that are getting one-on-one coaching and group coaching, and we do a monthly industry news post where I give you links to a bunch of news that I don't have time to talk about in the YouTube videos or in the podcast. They get a patron-only podcast. They get all sorts of stuff, just so much extra useful information over there. Even if you only have like a buck to support, that is totally fine. A dollar actually goes a lot further than you all think whenever it comes to Patreon. So I would appreciate it. If you would at least check it out, if it's not your thing, don't worry about it. Like we'll, we'll, you know, still be producing content either way, whether we make a dollar from it or not. Like that is, that is not my goal. 
Money is not the goal for this, obviously. I genuinely love you guys, and I, I have been there, and I've struggled as a streamer and as a creator. I've struggled to find my voice and my creativity, and I know how difficult that is. And so my number one priority is making sure that you have as much knowledge and information as you possibly can to make this journey easier on yourself. Because when I was going through this, man, I wish that somebody was teaching me about consistency and about networking and social media because I made every single mistake out there. So that is my priority, is just helping you all first and foremost. So if you just can't hang out with us over on the Patreon and support the show, don't worry about it at all, for sure. So thank you so much for listening to my little advertising messages. Let's jump into this week's episode. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. Today with me, I have Twitch partner, into the AM partner, humble partner, like how many more partnerships can you get? <laughs> Full time Khaleesi and the new owner of a circus tent. Oh, God. <laughs> Cauliflower, how's it going? Hi, guys. It's really awesome to be here. Thanks for having me. So mm-hmm. I have to know do you have any uh, amazing, fun plans for the circus tent? Are we going to be seeing that in future streams? <laughs> so, uh, circus tent like i said earlier is literally blocking my way out of this room my my chat bought me a circus tent it's become a meme in the channel for my mail monday things that i do um my mom actually is a teacher and she might be stealing the circus tent from me to give to a kid that doesn't have everything um so like less fortunate kids i guess so she's gonna see if we can maybe get this circus tent to one of her kids which was actually really cool and totally surprised me so yeah that's really sweet something cute with it so yeah i'm happy i wonder if you'll be able to like record it and and show that moment to your community i hope so that would be like they would really like that i hope yes please (laughs) so i know it'd be adorable so let's jump into just your history and learn a little bit more about you and then we will get into the stream advice that you have prepared for everyone which i am really excited about so kala how did you find twitch um so i actually found twitch i used to work at gamestop and i was a manager there was working with one of my coworkers, and he got an ipad out and he put twitch up on it and he had uh dan's gaming and he was like look at this guy he does this for a living this is so cool and we watched it every shift for like the next week completely fell in love with the site i was like this is amazing i had no idea like i've been missing out for so long so just my GameStop buddies showed me it on the ipad one day that's so awesome how long ago was that um god what was that probably four and a half to five years ago or so nice something like that a while mm-hmm. ago for sure <laughs> what inspired <laughs> you to actually start streaming on the platform well i've been a gamer my entire life obviously um i thought it would be kind of cool to share the experiences because you're, you're you'll be gaming and something really awesome will happen and there's nobody there to show so i was like well it would be kind of fun to try what this Dan's gaming guy what he does see if I can get a couple friends in there share it with some people and I it just it 
I never thought it was going to do what it did. I definitely did not go into it like, I'm going to make this my job. It was completely and 100% just a hobby for me. And then it just spiraled into this crazy, awesome thing that it is now. So, yeah. That's so awesome. I love it. So like I said, we're going to get into streaming advice in a second, but because you have just such a beautiful, amazing community, I really wanted to ask some questions about you personally so that they could get to know you a little bit more and in a different way. So why do you get out of bed every day? So (laughs) it'll sound really cliche, but honestly, my community and the stream they get me out of bed every day streaming is addicting as hell it is <laughs> just i don't know what it is but nothing has ever made me as happy as streaming makes me and i nothing i've ever done in the past like i was like living eating breathing sleeping streaming even before i was like full time i just i don't know i like, obviously, when you're a streamer, you'll have those days where you're kind of like, eh, I could just hit snooze 20 more times and <laughs> not get out of bed and not do anything. But then I think about my community and they just they tell me about how like I'll make their days better, how I've kind of become part of their routine and how I've helped them out with like, you know, depression or anxiety or what have you. And then I realize that it's streaming is like a lot bigger than just me so i need to like kick my butt into gear and get out of bed and go put on a show and hang out with everybody so yeah i guess my community is what gets me out of bed every day honestly (laughs) i love that i feel like there's there's always this moment in a streamer's career where they feel like whenever, at least whenever they first start streaming, this is pretty common, that they feel like it should be about them, right? Like, Mm -hmm. if they have a a viewership, a really low viewership day, then they're like, oh, I'm I'm not funny enough, or I'm not pretty (laughs) enough, or maybe I'm just not attractive or interesting or entertaining. And then at some point, this switch flips, and you're like, it's not about me. (laughs) It's not about me. It's, It's about how I impact lives. Like, Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. And I'm, I think it's amazing that Twitch has given so many people like you a platform for that. Thank you. Yeah. So what <laughs> other hobbies do you have aside from streaming? So I kind of incorporate my other hobbies into streaming, but I would say that cosplaying is like a really big hobby of mine. So whenever I'm not streaming, I'm usually like researching video game characters and costumes I could make of them. Um, and then I'll like incorporate that into my Patreon so though people can get some extra content there with those things. But like nine times out of 10, that cosplay ends up on stream anyways. So <laughs> my hobbies are intertwined with streaming. Like I don't really have a life outside of streaming. It's just <laughs> everything is streaming. Um, but to go with the cosplay also like photography and like being really like creative with painting and stuff like that so that's what I like to do yeah a lot of creative endeavors what's been your favorite cosplay you've done so far oh god that's hard um hmm. my favorite (laughs) cosplay that I've done was probably 
Probably my, I did a uh, Dead by Daylight doctor cosplay. So I, I cosplayed a guy, but I put a female twist on it. And it was uh, really, really fun, actually. I did it on stream, too. That's all. Yeah, I looked through those last night actually because I had to do the creep. Like I just had to, and, and it was really good. Yeah, you also had like a Borderlands one, mm-hmm. one from yeah. The Witcher. Like there's, they're so good. Seriously, if you guys haven't yeah. checked out her channel yet, for those of you that are listening to the podcast live, or if you're listening to it like in the actual podcast form, Twitch TV slash Cauliflower, and I'll leave like links below in the show notes so you can see those because. <laughs> They are super cool. So my next question is, if you could change anything about the world, what would it be? Getting deep. (laughs) So that is one of the hardest questions I have ever been asked. And I seriously, because I might have been able to prep a little bit for this. (laughs) The only thing I could think of was if I could change the world, I would make it so that we could all teleport to places and I could take people on crazy IRL adventure streams, and it would be amazing. I know that's not like, you know, world peace and everything that you were probably looking for, but... No, but... Teleporting would be my... awesome! (laughs) That might be so cool! So... I've wanted... I've seriously been dreaming (laughs) about the the day that teleporting became a thing since I was a kid, so that answer is amazing. And I think, like, some... A lot of people get caught up in in that question because it's such a big picture question, right? It's like, (laughs) if I could cause this huge change, what would I do? But a lot of times, like, it's almost more important to just change the world of a single person. Like, maybe you don't change the entire world, but you still change someone's world. Mm -hmm. And for you, you're changing, you know, thousands. And that's awesome. Yeah. All right, let's get into streaming (laughs) questions. Let's do the thing. All You've right. been streaming since 2014, and you were partnered last year. Mm-hmm. And a common experience with streaming is that there are a lot of ups and downs. How did you get through the down periods as a growing streamer before you were partnered? So streaming in general, regardless of the size of your stream, you're going to have ups and downs. Uh, it's a little bit of a roller coaster ride like 24 7 um basically i get through those down periods by surrounding myself with other content creators and just a support system so for me it'll be like reaching out to my streamer friends who you know they understand they're like they they get when you have a low viewer day or you don't have a lot of support come in or you're just feeling down and don't really know what to do and you guys can kind of like vent to each other i have a lot of friends that stream that will like get together and just kind of have like one big venting session and like at the end of it try to pump each other back up and be like no it'll be okay like tomorrow's a new day can't think about that like just keep going um and that's it doesn't just go with other content creators but i'll definitely do it with like you know close community members people in my personal life stuff like that just it helps to have a support system because you're gonna need it because <laughs> streaming it we like to talk about the really high points but there's still some low points where you're you're feeling kind of small and like things aren't going so well so definitely having like just people in your corner people you can go to that 
kind of understand this world, the Twitch universe or YouTube or what have you. Um, I would say that's probably what it is. And then I'll also be pretty forthcoming with my community and be like, well, guys, yesterday wasn't, you know, the best stream we've ever had, but let's come back like twice as hard today and just crush it. And every single time that I have a like kind of bad day, the next stream is insane. I don't know what it is, but every single time it is absolutely insane. We bounce back so much stronger. So I don't know. I guess just have people in your corner you can vent to and talk to about things when things get tough and don't be afraid to reach out when you need it. Absolutely. I love, love that message. Like having a support system is so important, not just for streaming, but just in every aspect of life. Yes. I want to touch a little bit on that low point that you mentioned. So the way (laughs) I actually found you was through this like really sweet video on Twitter. You had just been denied partnership and you just like, you were so vulnerable and so open with your community about how that felt and how just kind of crushed you were right so what do you feel like has been the biggest contributor in your ability to grow a community that when that happened they had this insane outpouring of support it was just I've never (laughs) seen alerts go off like that like that was it was insane it was crazy so what made it so that you could build a community that was so supportive and loving like that well, my community is kind of known for being um, a little hypey, a little, a little spammy. <laughs> um, actually, that rejection video. So that was, I think, the second time I had gone for Twitch Partner. It took me three times. Um, so that was the second time. And I had gotten like the second email where everybody's like, oh, you've got it. You've got it in the bag. Just keep doing what you're doing. Well, I didn't. I didn't have it in the bag. It was very, very hard to to take that, especially live, like opening up the email and being like, well, guys, um, it didn't happen this time. And then it just like this flood of like emotions hit me because we've been pushing so hard for so long and just struggling and anyways I think that the reason that I have such a incredible supportive community that's just like we've got you no matter what I think the reason that I have that is because I'm real with them I I don't put on a show and like pretend to just you know everything's always awesome 100% of the time I don't like have this character or this persona like I am me. This is me. <laughs> they see the good, they see the bad, they see the goofy, they see the derpy, they they see it all. And I think that too many people focus too hard on putting out this like perfect image of themselves. So their communities like don't ever see that they are actually human and they do have those moments where they need you. Like <laughs> As much as like the community needs the streamer, I personally feel that the streamer needs their community too. And I don't know. I just, I feel like having those moments, maybe not like 24 seven being like, you know, oh, life sucks, whatever. But like, you know, when you're having a really, really 
hard time. It's okay to be vulnerable, vulnerable because you are human. And like, this is a job, but you have to show all the sides of you. I don't, I don't know how to, I I love that. Well, it's like, I feel like positivity on Twitch and in content creation in general, everyone is like, positivity positivity po- like there are positivity yes. streaming groups and stream teams and don't get me wrong like i'm all about positivity and i mm-hmm. i love you know we have control over our own minds and our ability to kind of like shift our emotions but at the same yeah. time you can't do that all the time no. and i feel like people that project this idea of a positive persona at all times can actually damage their community because those people are looking to you as the leaders so if you don't have yes. problems they're like what's wrong with me <laughs> yes <laughs> they're like oh god like, why do i have so many problems she never has a bad day ever no yeah. like streamers have bad days some of them just choose never to show that and i don't know i feel like some people when they they try to force that positivity so hard it almost starts to come off as a little fake and robotic and it's it just it's not genuine and I, I don't know. I guess I think that me being genuine with my community and being really open and honest about stuff has created that really supportive community. And also like the fact that we sit in IRL and we talk for like the first hour of every stream and we catch up, we talk about our lives, I get updates. I keep tabs on them. I, I like I want to know what's going on in their lives. I care about them. They care about me. And it's just these really cool relationships. And it's really genuine. And I think that honestly, just all of that is how this community came to be. I love that. So vulnerability <laughs> is, is really important yeah. to you. Yeah, I, I think being maybe not 100% of the time, but it's okay to have those moments where you show your community that guys, I need you today because I'm struggling really hard. Every time they 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 support and pick it up and they're like, all right, we got this. Aww. So <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get emotional. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So <laughs> going back to that moment of that partnership denial on stream. So it really seemed like at that point you were just such a perfect match for the partnership program and everyone thought you were (laughs) going to get it. Then you got denied, Mm -hmm. but you kept going, right? (laughs) You picked yourself up. You kept going. You applied again shortly after and everyone was so excited because you got accepted. Mm -hmm. So what do you feel like it was about this application that made Twitch change their minds about you and your community? Well... Honestly, I think Twitch changed their mind because they they saw the sheer determination in me and my community. We we were kind of (laughs) like, no, no, that's not okay. So I emailed them. I asked them for like, okay, so what are you looking for? What like, give me help me out here. Like, what am I missing? So they gave me an actual numerical goal at the time. was 80 concurrent viewers on average. I don't know if that's still the case. Um, But they were like, that's what we need. And I was like, all right, we're doing it. And uh, (laughs) it was kind of crazy. I went a little obsessive with it for for a little bit in there. Um, 
basically, I just started hitting the ground running. Um, it turned into a lot of long streams where I would watch the averages of my viewers and wait <laughs> until we had hit above 80 or at 80 or at least really close to 80. And uh, I would just be like, all right, guys, like this is it's just a long stream today. We're just going to keep going. We're going to show Twitch that we've got this, that we can do this. And I also had a game wisp at the time. Um, so we figured if we had a bunch of subs on game wisp that we could be like, hey, Twitch, we would literally have like this many subscribers when she's partnered and got above 100. So I think that that kind of helped with it, too. Um, but it, it was it was a really interesting time. It was really exhausting. But I think, honestly, it was just mostly the the sheer determination in not only me, but my community. I mean, like, the networking was crazy. I was playing pretty much the same game, like, every single day for crazy hours. And just getting out the word about the stream everywhere I could think of. And it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, Twitch doesn't get to say no three times. Like, <laughs> say no twice, that's fine. But three times, like, the Dragon Army is coming for you. And it did. <laughs> so that's I don't. So sweet. I don't know. I just kind of, uh, I will, I don't know if we're like looking for like, you know, tips and stuff around partner pushes and things like that. But yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I will say, before that third attempt, um, I felt kind of lost. I didn't have a game that really like, like I didn't have like a thing that we did every day. It really helps when you get into a specific genre of game or just like one specific game. If you can handle streaming a lot of it constantly, being consistent with a game will help you grow so much faster than trying to do like little itty bitty variety things here or there which I know people don't want to hear but I played the crap out of ESO for like two months straight and we did it <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it was a little obsessive um, but yeah a lot of people ended up finding me because of ESO and then we would kind of take that game and branch out into other games. Mm -hmm. So let's go deeper on that because this <laughs> is a question I actually get a lot is should I stream one game or should I be a variety streamer from the beginning? And also the people that want to stream one game, it's usually Fortnite yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> PUBG no. or League or Hearthstone <laughs> or just something that's massive. So how important is it to choose the right game and what kind of games do you recommend people choose if they are looking to grow a community? Well, I, you know, everybody goes into Twitch. Obviously, you want to all be variety at the very beginning. Like, that would be the ideal situation. But it's so hard to build a community around variety because people want to be able to know what to expect of your content every time you're live. And unfortunately with games like Fortnite, they're just so oversaturated with streamers you're never going to get noticed if you start with Fortnite. it's it will never happen unless you have the skills of ninja like it, it, it just won't happen it's 
It's the number one game on Twitch. And it's it is it's a numbers game. So you kind of have to study the the games on like Twitch's little browsing section and see where um see where the viewers are with the streamers that are up in the higher rows. If there aren't a lot of people streaming it and you're new to streaming, it could be a good idea. Um, I generally, when I first started, I actually kind of stuck to horror games right in the beginning because they had a little bit smaller audiences and I stuck to one genre and it kind of kind of worked. I mean, I we did Evil Within, we did Outlast, we did Five Nights at Freddy's, so help me God, why did we do that? Um, <laughs> we So we had like a specific genre that we did. Um, so if you can, if you can do that, that'll help you out, but it is definitely a numbers game. You want to be watching to see where the games fall, um, in Twitch's directory. So you don't want to be picking like the top games because you're just never going, you're never going to get noticed in that. But if you can pick a game with like a couple hundred viewers, you know, each stream has like, I don't know. 20 to 30 people or something like that, you have much more of a chance of people coming into your stream because you're going to show up in the top couple rows. So that would be my advice is don't pick the most popular game in the world. Pick, I don't know, pick something smaller and try to stick with a genre. And I will say I've also noticed if you have missed video games, like video games that were really popular couple months ago but you missed it if you play that and you say like you know it's my first time playing this blind i have no idea what's going on a lot of people pop in for that a lot of people pop in for that yeah they love those that was actually going to be my next question (laughs) these (laughs) these like really just new titles but they're you know maybe triple a titles that come out like whenever outlast 2 came out and literally everybody (laughs) was streaming it but it's like yeah. What call do you make if you are a smaller streamer, but you stream horror titles at that point, right? Like, do you stream amongst yeah. the thousands of other people that are streaming it? Or do you wait a couple months, even though your community expects you to be streaming it? Well, at that point, I almost say go for it because that's what I did specifically with Outlast 2. Um, I actually... I, so I contacted Red Barrel and I was like, so I'm a variety streamer, but I mostly play horror games. Uh, I was obsessed with Outlast, blah, 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 blah. Like my community is so excited for Outlast 2. And I ended up getting access to the game early. So I got to stream Outlast 2 <laughs> with like a couple people, which really helped out. But, you know... If your community is like horror, if that's your thing, and a horror game's coming out, I would stick to it. I mean, you might not have an amazing day for new people, but at least your core community is happy. And you might get a couple people in there. Maybe you get a host or maybe you outstream somebody and their viewers kind of aren't done with the game, so they jump into your chat. I would say go for it personally. Yeah, I think that's great (laughs) advice for sure. It's all about like that community 
centric stream at that point, I think, right? If you know that yeah. this is a perfect place for you to be, but it's really, really saturated, but because it's a, a new release, I think it's yeah. just a great time for you to like get closer with your dudes that you've already <laughs> Exactly. <got. laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> so let's go back to your story. You've had incredible growth since your partnership denial, like absolutely just crazy and very, very fast. So whenever I found you because of that video, you were struggling, you kind of had around 40 at the time and you were being open and honest once again on your stream. You were like, I know the numbers have been bad lately, but you know, we're gonna do this. Yeah. And when I watched you last night, you were easily at 300 and there wasn't a lot of fluctuation. So why do you think that happened? Ah, uh, <laughs> well, so I talked about how I felt really lost um, around that time that we did get rejected for the second time. Um, and I think that was because I wasn't I wasn't sticking to our roots. I wasn't sticking to that like horror roots that I had put in my community. I uh, I found Dead by Daylight when it first came out, but I never streamed it. And then when I went full time, went full time in June of last year, I got really addicted to Dead by Daylight again and decided, you know what? I'm going to stream this. I'm going to see how uh, how all this goes and see what the community thinks. And then I just got so addicted that I couldn't stop. So we consistently just did Dead by Daylight and Dead by Daylight over and over and over. And I know, once again, I know people don't want to hear that you should only stream one game, but um, I think that a big reason that I was successful is because I was consistent and people knew what they could expect. And I found the Dead by Daylight community and the content creators um, in that community were just really receptive and really like welcoming and like, hey, like hang out with us. Let's 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 play games together. And like I met a bunch of them at TwitchCon. I met a bunch of them at PAX East. And I met a bunch of um, the people that actually work like on the Dead by Daylight team for behavior. And so then all of their communities kind of like came together. And so now it's just kind of like I got accepted into the Dead by Daylight community. And I think that was a big reason for the for the growth is I was being consistent with one specific game. I networked like crazy with that community, supported those streamers, they supported me back, and it just kind of turned into this. It, it blew up beyond what I thought it was going to do. And um, I, I think also, it, it's, it's like so many things that I want to talk about at once. Oh, please, <laughs> do the thing. <laughs> like, um. <laughs> I honestly like the biggest thing I think that allowed us to grow so quickly was the consistency that I brought to streams. So if you if you guys know me, I stream six days a week and from June until now, so June of last year till now, I think I've taken about three total personal days in that entire time. And then I took like one week for packs. So I, when I say I'm addicted to streaming, I mean, I'm addicted to streaming. 
Like, I don't just call off because I can or because something goes bad or whatever. I mean, obviously take days when you need it. But at the same time, I've always had a crazy work ethic. It's it's a grind. If you start taking off days and you start making it a habit of taking off days, you're hurting yourself so bad. I've seen streamers kind of fall into this like this hole of like they take off a day and they take off the next day. And then because they took off that day, they feel bad. So they take off the next day and it just kind of like spirals out of control um, to where like they just start making tons of excuses for why they aren't streaming. And, you know, unfortunately, like as as much as this sucks to say, when you're not streaming, your community is still going to watch Twitch. They're still going to be on the site and they're still going to be looking for other content. So in that time that you're not streaming, they may find somebody who ends up being a little bit more consistent and they want to go there instead. And I know that's like people don't want to hear that at all. But the less that you're streaming, the more you're hurting yourself. It's uh, it, it is a job. We do have to kind of hold ourselves accountable. We need to we need to show up for it. Um, so, you know. I don't think I would watch a TV show if they if they canceled like the TV show every week. I would be like, well, I'll find something else to watch then because screw this. That sucks. Like I was excited and now the content's not there. So I don't know. Um, I think that being consistent is like the biggest thing trying to be on time to stream. My community will laugh at me there. Um I'm consistently late to my stream, but at least I'm consistent, I guess. <laughs> I'm always near starting time. It's just, you know, I, that is something that I do struggle with. I'm not perfect. I can learn from this stuff too, guys. But um, yeah, just, just being consistent. Don't make a bunch of excuses and call off all the time. Stick to a game and a genre that works for you and network like crazy with them. And support other streamers and lift them up and hopefully they do it back to you. And gosh, I don't know. There's so many things I could talk about with with our growth. It, it's actually been kind of insane because most of the growth has been in the past few months. And I think that was due to the uh, the conventions that I've gone to, actually. I think TwitchCon and PAX East really helped put me on the map. Um, and the reason I say that is because I took a lot of... Um, opportunities when I was there. So when I was at PAX, I got front page time. I got a Blizzard sponsored stream for their expansion that isn't out yet. So then people started finding me that way and I'm like, oh, whoa, she got to stream what? And then so that started to put me on some people's radars. And then like I did like a panel about females and harassment at PAX, which also helps like kind of spread the word about my channel and stuff. So I just would say, like, take advantage of tons of opportunities like like this one. This is also yes. <laughs> another cool opportunity to kind of like get the word out about yourself. And I would say collaboration is a good way to do it, honestly. 
also. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there are so, so many Twitch podcasts now. A lot of people yes. are starting to branch into the podcast world because mm-hmm. it's not as saturated as YouTube or Twitch. And it's a great way yes. to create more content and get the word out more about your channel and absolutely oh my gosh podcasts are always looking for new guests like if you are a streamer (laughs) and you want to grow your channel like get on some podcasts network with all of those people and all of those communities like that is a huge 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 potential Mm. that i feel like a lot of people miss out on absolutely just get the word out do stuff take advantage of opportunities yeah, create content, work with people, mm-hmm. create a bunch of different kinds of things like yes. videos and streams and podcasts, all that stuff. Yeah. I love it. So back to consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I, this is obviously your strength. Like this is something that you're <laughs> really good at, I would say, if you've only taken three personal days off in almost a yeah. year. That is very <laughs> intense. That is very, it very is. good. And I'm curious, have you ever struggled with consistency? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's hard because, I mean, so I've been a streamer for almost going on four years. I didn't get partnered until like right before three years. Um, So I was not always like, go, go, go. Consistency is my thing. Like I was that wasn't me. Um. I was part-time for a very long time and I was streaming in college, got a job out of college, an office job, but the office job had really weird hours that would change every week. So like I was started, you know, 10 one week and 11 the next and then 12 the next, and that would affect my ending times. So it made it really, really hard to do a streaming schedule that people would actually remember and be able to like show up for. Um, so during that first job out of college, all of the work that I had done, like the year and a half or so before that went completely out the window because I wasn't consistent at all. I kept, I couldn't make it to stream because some nights I was literally getting off of work at like 11 o'clock at night, but then I would have to be back in at work the next day at a weird hour. And I don't know. I just, honestly, I lost the drive. Um, when I got that first job out of college, I I couldn't couldn't be consistent. I could not get on a schedule. It just it didn't work. And then um, I ended up getting another job after that one that was just a standard eight to five. And then I was able to be consistent again. So I set up like I don't even remember how many nights a week it was, but. These certain nights I would be streaming and like people could count on that. And that was how we kind of pushed into full time was I was consistent. I would work all day. I'd come home. I'd eat dinner real quick and I'd get on stream and would go until like midnight or one in the morning. And then I would go to work and do it all again. And um, it was also weird going from part-time to full-time because I had to completely switch my schedule like a full like eight hours and that was really scary too um but I have definitely uh struggled with consistency I still do I mean I I preach consistency and you know telling people you need to show up on time you need to be there but I do struggle with it like there (laughs) I am I am not a morning person And I like to snooze my phone. So 
I do end up late to stream, uh, but at least it's consistent, like I said. Um, I, I have to kind of like, I have to set an alarm to make sure I get my butt out of bed and get to stream. So I don't know. I guess, I mean, I also struggle with consistency. Um, sorry, chat's adorable right now. I know um, the burps are killing me. <laughs> I yes. Um, but I, I have definitely struggled with consistency. It's, it's very easy to sit and preach it, but to actually like live it, it's, it's tough. You have to be very, um, you, you, you just have to hold yourself accountable. You know, you have to step up. And lately, I have been doing better about when I get to stream. Slowly but surely, we're getting back to that 1 p.m. instead of like 1.20 or 1.30 start time. So it's, we're working there. But, um, you know, they're asking why I'm not burping. That's why they're doing that. I burp a lot on stream. It's, <laughs> it's weird. It's kind of my thing. Um, Can we hear one? I don't have one ready. I have, oh, they have stage fright, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so this always happens. They get put on the spot for a burp and nothing will happen. It happened when I did my uh, Rick and Morty cosplay. I, I cosplayed Rick, who burps constantly, if you have never seen it. And I oh, couldn't yeah. burp during the stream. It, like, wouldn't happen. So prove the burp. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be able to get one before the end of the interview today. And you could just go for it. If I'm in the middle of a question, please just let it rip. I'm going to feel so bad if I do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So <laughs> I just really want that to happen. That's but, awesome. You know, this is fine. So let's uh, let's talk about consistency a little bit more and just schedules in general because you seem to be very schedule oriented. <laughs> there are a lot of people that can only stream like one to three days a week mm -hmm. because of either family or work or they're in school or they're just busy people, right? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like six days is a requirement now? Like are these one to three day streamers just out of luck? I don't think that six day streamers are the requirement but I will say, I mean, if you're going to be full time, be full time and put in days like that. But, you know, if you're going about this part time, I only streamed a couple days a week for a while in there. As long as you are consistent with those couple days that you do, you're still going to grow. It might not be as quickly, but you're still going to grow. You're still going to build a community. And um, I... I, yes, absolutely. You don't have to be a six days a week, like 10 hour a day stream person. That's kind of insane for anyone to do. <laughs> but um, like the, the really big streamers, they, they do that. Um, so if, if you're looking to really like really be full time and be successful, you do need to be prepared to put in that kind of time. But if you're just kind of going part time with it, you can still grow that way. And I'm, I'm sure you could get to like full-time sustainability from that. Absolutely. Um, Cause that, I, that is kind of what I did 
going up to full time, we had to grow the channel so that I didn't just like make this blind leap into um what in the heck? Sorry. Oh, I, I have been handed alcohol so that I can burp. Oh my Ooh, God. yes. <laughs> Thanks for the assist. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, what? It's... Can you For the burps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that me, makes guys. me so happy. Oh my God. Um, I've lost <laughs> That derailed my whole thought process. Um, <laughs> but, but yes, you definitely can grow your channel being like a couple days a week. But if you really want to be full time, go full time. Put in, put in those hours because you're going to need to. So I don't know. I think that um, streaming as a full time job is definitely you're not rewarded for taking days off ever so it, it's kind of a 24 7 job yeah you're almost that. punished for taking days off absolutely i mean not even almost you definitely <laughs> you are. are like when <laughs> it's i get scared to take a day off which is one of the reasons i don't do it i've always had a crazy work ethic and i always feel like i have to be busy 24 7 but yeah when you have to take those days off it's kind of it's a little nerve-wracking because you know numbers drop a tiny bit when you do that and you don't want it to keep happening over and over so absolutely what do you usually do in your one day off a week <laughs> work <laughs> <laughs> i uh i i don't have oh my whole... god it me <laughs> it me <laughs> yeah like i don't i don't have a whole lot of free time so typically on my off days I'm answering emails, I'm setting up stuff for stream, I'm planning out stream events or working on cosplays for stream or Patreon stuff for the community or whatever. I will fit in, you know, like the binge watching Netflix shows in there. Um, but I, I, do, I don't get a whole lot of time off. It's, it's, it's a lot of work. Streaming is a 24-7 job and I absolutely love it uh, completely. But, you know, you, you it don't, is a lot of you don't, it's yeah. not for people that don't love work. No. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. You, you do streaming because you want, how does the saying go? Your life to be your work, or your work to be your life. Either one kind of fits there. But yeah, yeah. You're, you're basically your life will be your work. <laughs> no work life balance. That's not even a thing. None. Oh and my you- gosh. <laughs> it's, I'm so like turned off by the idea of, of trying to find this like perfect balance of this is my work time, this is my people time, and yeah. this is my social, and this <laughs> is my health, and this is there's always like you're always gonna feel like you're dropping balls somewhere, right? Yeah. Like you're always gonna feel like you're juggling, juggling. and you're just missing it. Mm-hmm. You're missing it. Yeah, that's just it's more of like a blend or a or just getting comfortable with the fact that you're going to struggle with things sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm just kind of comfortable being busy 24 seven. And like, mm-hmm. I guess my friends that, you know, are IRL friends, they understand that my job doesn't allow me very much time at all to do stuff. But when we do, I try really hard to make sure I'm disconnecting from everything and I make the most out of that time that I can because I do not get it very often. 
Yeah, so. that's a really good strategy too. I have one more consistency question. Okay. And that is for growing streamers, how can they hold themselves accountable to be more consistent? Do you have any strategies or habits that you can recommend them to show up to their streams on time? <laughs> and well, consistently and not cancel consi- them. Yes. Well, I will say um kind of goes with any person that's doing like self-employment it's <sighs> treat it as a job um set an alarm to wake up in the morning don't sleep in just because you can because you can um you don't have a boss who's gonna write you up if you show up late or you don't get your work done or whatever it's you don't have the the standard work atmosphere so a lot of people will be working from home, which is always kind of a weird place to try to like get business done because there's so many distractions usually. So one of my big things was getting a streaming room, like a specific place just for streaming and just for like the business side of things. Um, because I used to stream in my living room and... It was very distracting. I I didn't get everything done. I have to burp, but it's not coming out. <laughs> um, I I know it's stage fright. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but I would say if you can um, set us a, a space where it's only your streaming space and try to only do stream and business stuff there. Don't don't mix business and personal life if you can while you're in that space because it, it's a psychology thing. It does help keep you focused. I have a psychology degree. Um, <laughs> but definitely do that. Um, I like to make a lot of lists. So I have a whiteboard in my stream room that has like certain things that I have to get done this week. Or, you know, this month, depending on what it is and like the time frame and everything. So I do a lot of lists to keep me on task and to make sure like, um, you know, I'm emailing the right people. We've got these streams set up for these days or what have you. Um, so lists help me a lot. Um, let's see, what else do I do? I And I guess another one of the things is just uh it's what's well, kind of harsh it's kind of put on your big girl pants and hold yourself accountable i mean i don't know how else to say it but it is a job and it is the dream job you know people would kill for it but you really you need to stop making excuses and canceling at the drop of a hat because you had a bad day some days you're gonna have to suck it up get to your community and hope they help turn it around. Even like I have had some days where I'm just not feeling it. I like, I'm just not motivated that day. I, I don't feel like entertaining people. I'm like, well, that's okay. Because in my last job, I definitely did not want to go to work every single day. Like I did not enjoy that office job. So you, you, you pick yourself up, you get to stream whatever you got to do to amp yourself up. I dance a lot on stream when I need to amp myself up. Um, and the community kind of feeds off of that. And we get it really exciting and stuff. But 
I don't know, just don't make excuses, you know? Like, people pick up on those when it's just excuse after excuse. They're kind of like, okay, well, I guess I'll go do something else then since we don't have a stream today. So, I don't know, just... Like, take off if you need it. Like, legitimately, if you have a health problem or something, take off for that because you don't want to make it worse or hurt yourself. But don't fall into that cycle of just constantly making excuses and constantly not following through. Like, your community will suffer from that. And um, I, it's, yeah. It, it is a job, so you've got to show up for it to actually be successful. Yeah, any job is going to have days <laughs> where you just don't want to go. You just don't want to be there. It doesn't yeah. matter what you're doing. You could have Absolutely. the perfect, most fun job in the world, and you're still going to have those days where you're like, I've been doing this for a year mm -hmm. or two. It's kind of monotonous. I don't want to go there today. I want to do what yeah. I want to do today. Absolutely. But and you do have those days where, like, I've had those days where I'm just like, God, I am not feeling doing the same thing that we've been doing like over and over. Cause you'll have that when you play like me specifically playing like Dead by Daylight over and over and over. I will take that and I'll branch it into other games. So like we'll play Dead by Daylight for a couple hours, but then we'll use that and we'll swap it into some other game in the evening. And it's so refreshing to <laughs> swap it up sometimes and if you take that community with you, generally you'll do really well in that other category. So that kind of helps in itself, just kind of rejuvenates you and everything. So, and yes, I, I did circle back around. I, I see the, the comment in chat. Yes, if you have health problems, if there is a legitimate, like something happens in your personal life that is like really crazy, like bad or something, definitely take off. But I'm saying for the people who just continually have bad mental health days. Yes, mental health is a thing and you do really need to take care of it. But I've found that when I do have those days where I'm feeling kind of down in the dumps, getting on stream makes me so much happier than I would have felt just kind of moping around the house, being by myself, not doing anything. So just be consistent and hold yourself accountable is what I would say. Absolutely. There's a, a really good strategy I've heard, which is just whenever you get that little voice inside your head that's like, maybe I should cancel tonight, kill it. Yes. Immediately. Immediately. Kill it. Because <laughs> the more attention you give to it, the more excuses you're going to come up with and be like, well, yes. this happened to work and my knee kind of hurts and I don't really yeah. feel like doing it anyways. So, and we just had a good day today. So it's okay if I take off, but yeah. just kill mm -hmm. that voice. Like the set, don't even listen. Do the opposite of what that voice tells you to do. Yes. Because <laughs> that voice is not looking out for you. That's your. No that's your your mind is trying to protect you from doing work so like human beings just naturally want to do the things that get them into a place where they can literally just lay on the couch eat mm -hmm. a bunch of chips and watch yeah. netflix like that's Absolutely. what your mind for the rest of your life is going to be telling you to do at some yes. point um, so don't you let can't, it you just can't yeah you can't listen to it yeah. if you want to be like productive successful individual in any facet of life that yeah. voice just can't can't be the yeah. thing that you listen to for sure yeah so and some yeah respecting mental health days of course because that's absolutely. that's huge absolutely 
but um just don't make like a crazy habit out of it where you're calling off like half of your streams every week That's, yeah you know take time when you need it but make sure you're not making excuses yeah be honest with yourself if it's like an actual mental health day or if you're just trying to convince yourself yes. that it is <laughs> 100 percent. so i have one more question which is if you had to start from the beginning of your streaming career and do it all over again what would you change well <laughs> i would honestly go back and force myself to be more consistent and i know that sounds you know, duh. But no, like I would go back and like, like shake myself and just be like, you can turn this into something so cool. You just have to be more consistent with it and like just, just do it. Like, because I started in college and <clears throat> I graduated college and I did those jobs and everything, I let that world kind of take over, which I think was a good thing to do so i have those like real world experiences and real world experiences and um i have kind of like you know a backup god forbid something ever happened but i think i also made a lot of excuses during that first job out of college like well i'm just i'm just tired i've had a long day i don't feel like streaming I, I made a lot of those excuses myself when I was in that job straight out of college and I destroyed <laughs> all of the work that I had done for like a year and a half ish to two years or so. Um, I completely destroyed all that hard work I'd done because we were hitting like a hundred viewers in a stream and I... I came back to streaming to have like 20 to 30 people when I started doing it consistently again. And I was like, holy crap, that was like not what I was wanting to do. And so I just would have probably forced myself to be more consistent with it. Don't make excuses. I, it took me a while to learn that, but I would be more consistent and I would tell myself to make the jump to full time way sooner because <laughs> I was not happy with where I was and streaming has completely turned my life around and made me a different person so that's amazing that jump right before full-time is really scary oh yes for a lot is. of people <laughs> how do you recommend a... that transition go um well I will say um before you make that jump to full-time you gotta be really and you're going to be putting in a lot of hours between like whatever job you're working and the stream. You want to be saving as much as you can from that job as kind of like a little nest egg in case things go bad with full time. Because if you just quit your job to go pursue this and it doesn't work, it's going to take you a while to probably find another job and get back into the workforce the way that you were. Because then you have to explain what you want to do and everything. So I definitely think that you need to focus on having a little bit of money set aside in case things go bad. Um, because you're not going to have a community that's able to just like outright support you immediately. It's it's going to take a lot of time to get there. And some people never will get there. That's why I say have that that little nest egg in case you have to, you know, hand in the towel. But... um 
along with saving, you just want to make sure that you're growing your community and you're, you know, like you're focusing on streaming and getting it ready to the levels that it can be a supportive thing. For me, I didn't want to make the jump to full time until I was a Twitch partner because then that meant like it was a weird time when I was going for partner because the affiliate program literally came out the month before I got partnered. So I was trying really hard for partner because I didn't have subscriptions yet and I didn't have all these extra things yet. Um, so I guess now it's more if you can be affiliated and then get subscriptions that way and try to build that up as like a little bit of an income that works but I just say get the word out make sure your community's behind it make sure you're growing and make sure you have a backup plan just in case everything doesn't work love it that's really really good advice so we're going to transition into the next part of this little show which is going to be our Q&A from chat yeah. so if you guys have any questions that you have been dying to ask us feel free to throw those out right now and no wasabi the thing did not happen yet she's waiting for your burp oh my god okay <laughs> I feel weird drinking like out of a beer bottle on your podcast like Oh, please. Back in the day, like, <laughs> that was all I did. <laughs> Whenever the cup first came out, the Streamlabs cup, like, fill my cup, give me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it was terrible. It was a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel better. I was, I did not bring this. This was handed to me for the burps. I will do my best to get you guys a burp. <laughs> Just give me a sec. <laughs> God. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> let's see we had a question and um, i can't find it uh <laughs> first question pancakes or waffles oh pancakes. my god what <laughs> no okay all right interview over i'm out of here i can't actually get That's up and walk rat. away for dramatic effects because i'm not wearing any pants well, so. <laughs> that is a true content creator, my friends. No pants. <laughs> Business okay. on the top, party <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> yes. Although I am wearing jeans, but anyway. You do. I'm trying to read some of these questions. What does she feel about so many people have the goal, having the goal of being partner? Okay, I was actually going to ask you about this. Do you feel like partnership is kind of placed on this pedestal yes we're okay <laughs> yes <laughs> I, I think people myself included put way too much emphasis on partner and honestly partner's great and all but it is so much more about building up that community of people it's it's not i mean partner gets you a little check mark next to your name in chat which is nice but it uh it's not like the end all a lot of people are just like we get partner and we've made it and that's it and you're like right no it like you get partner and that's where the grind begins like all totally. that work up to that it's not the top of the mountain like i promise you you've 
you're never going to stop. Um, so like myself included, I did put like a crazy amount of stress on getting partner. And I do think that I, I kind of, I steered a few people away from the channel because I was so like partner, like we're going for this. And some people were like, she's just not in it for the right reasons. And I completely agree. I, during the partner push, it was a little insane. I was just very passionate about it. And I really <laughs> knew that we could do it. Uh, and I really wanted emotes, but it, I honestly like, don't focus super hard on partner. If you're doing this and you enjoy it and you've got a good community, a good like core group of people, it's going to build into partnership one day. Just give it time. Don't try to force partner. I've seen a lot of people try to force it. And I was talking to a couple people at TwitchCon at the Twitch partner party. And they were like, you remember when you were pushing for partner? Uh, it's kind of funny how like Twitch doesn't partner you until you're ready. Like every single person there was like, yeah, if they had partnered me when I first applied, like I didn't know <laughs> what I was doing. <laughs> like, okay, right. some people do the first time, but like most people like me, I feel like don't entirely get it yet. So, Right. And there are a lot of people that will do partner pushes at like when they have like 15 or 20 concurrent yeah. or... Or they're not. they'll like I don't they have this like I don't know people just have such a crazy drive for partner and mm -hmm. or they'll they'll apply for it at thirty or or forty concurrent which you mm -hmm. know I think back before Twitch actually set the rules on the platform like hey you specifically have to reach seventy five concurrent to get yeah. this. Before they set the rules, I think that was okay because I saw plenty of people that did not even get to that level and Absolutely. were partnered. And mm -hmm. it was fine. But it's changed now. Like you definitely you definitely need to get the numbers that they want yeah. and sometimes even more so depending on your content. Well, and then there's always these people that are applying, applying, applying like one of these times it's going to work, but their channel's not growing or anything and they're just completely bombarding Twitch with all of these applications it took me over a month to hear back on my email it was the most stressful Ugh. month of my life <laughs> but but yeah like don't don't apply for partner until you're you're ready for it like there are that i'm really glad that they did the uh like achievements and things so people know what they're working towards for partner because it was a complete guessing game up until then so so agent munt asked oh hang on it just moved <laughs> <laughs> um i was wondering how skilled a gamer should be to stream on twitch <laughs> how skilled <laughs> um so <laughs> i don't think people enjoy watching me because i'm skilled at gaming because i wouldn't say i am extremely skilled like you go to different streamers for different things so like obviously people go to ninja because he's just like the best at fortnite but there you'll find so many communities based just around like the streamer goofing off and messing up and being a little derpy and you kind of connect more with that because it's like oh i do that all the time like 
I don't think you have to be super skilled to be a streamer. There are streamers of every single level of gaming out there. I know people who literally just started gaming and just started streaming. And then there's people who've been like professional. They're, you know, X amount of years. And I definitely think that if you can be very skilled at a game, it'll help. But it is absolutely not a requirement at all. Yeah, completely agree. So. King Brixian asked, where did you best get to know the Dead by Daylight community and who inspires you the most from the community? Ooh. So he kind Lovely. of like broke up there a tiny bit. So. Who- oh, where did you best get to know the Dead by Daylight community okay. and who inspires you the most from that okay. community? Um, God, putting me on the spot. They're all going to be watching this. Like, did she say me? Was it me? Was I the streamer? <laughs> um, Way to go, Brixian. Great. You're getting me in trouble. Uh, well, uh, that's really, honestly, a tough question. I found Dead by Daylight because, honestly, my IRL friends got really obsessed with the game. And then they found this streamer called Angry Pug, which a lot of you will know if you know Dead by Daylight. Um, they found Pug... They became obsessed with him to where they were literally just flooding my Discord with, like, clips of Pug. Just constantly, like, oh, you won't believe what he's done and blah, blah, blah. And, like, what was really cool, actually, is that I met Pug at TwitchCon. And it was it was just kind of like this, like, things came full circle. Like, because I had seen Pug on Twitch. Like, I think I met him, like, a year before TwitchCon, like on Twitch. Um, and then he met me at TwitchCon and he actually knew who I was and everything. And yeah, now Kayla murders Pug on the wreck. I do. Um, I play him like every day. So I think Pug is honestly like the main guy that was the reason for me finding Dead by Daylight. Um, but I also was just like desperately looking for a horror game and I hadn't really seen horror done multiplayer very well. So when they did that, and when I got to pick to be the killer, that was amazing. It was super freaking fun. Um, but God, did you really ask who I look up to the most in that community? I, I don't, honestly, I don't think I could pick one specific person. Um, I have a lot of friends in the Dead by Daylight community that are, that are other streamers. I, I look up to Pug, I look up to Jen Denise, I look up to Vincent Vega, I look up to Morph, I look up to Amy, I look up to so many Dead by Daylight people, I couldn't even pick one. So, yeah. <laughs> there you Love go. Love it. So, Sund asked, what mistakes annoy you the most when you see other people pushing for success on Twitch? Hmm. That's a tough one. What annoys me the most when I see other people pushing for success on Twitch? Um, hmm. It's hard because I feel like annoy makes it feel like a loaded question almost. It, it, it's it like, does feel like a loaded question, kind of. Um, I, gosh, I think that, well, good God. That's really, <laughs> really hard to answer. Okay, what? annoys me 
that I see people do when they're pushing for success? Mm, I think that, well, some people, when, they, when they're pushing for success, like, really hard, they, they forget about the people that got them to where they are. And they focus so hard on, like, making friends with all, of, like, the big timers that they forget about, you know, their friends that got them there and helped them get there. And um, you kind of, like, you'll see people stop feeling like those people are useful. I guess I don't know how to put this. This is a very hard question. I don't know. I feel like... <sighs> Just seeing people kind of forget about their core values to get big. So they focus too hard on meeting those those other content creators with real big views and real big numbers. And they forget about all their friends that help them get there. And then I also can't stand the people that end up coming back around who used to brush you off because you were too small for them. Well, suddenly... <laughs> When you get really big, suddenly you are useful to them. So that's a very loaded question. <laughs> yeah, that's very difficult. <laughs> that's very difficult. Um, Uncaiman Soul asks, does consistency matter in game choice, stream times, or both? What if you feel incapable of playing mainly one game? So the first half of that question we actually answered in the interview portion of the podcast. So mm -hmm. definitely double check whenever this episode comes out, which is not going to be this Friday, but next Friday on all the podcast players that are down below the video. So it's like Stitcher, iTunes, yeah. um, Google Play, and all of that. But for the second part, what do you think someone should do if they feel incapable of playing one game only? I mean, if you're incapable of playing one game only, well, like I said earlier, just try to stick to like similar games, similar genres. Don't like, don't be playing two games like back to back that are just completely different. And if you don't think that you can play one game every single day, see if maybe you can play that one game like the first hour of stream consistently and then switch into something else just anything like that will help you so much i promise i i've worked it so that most of my streams start with dead by daylight but they end with a different game so it, it helps you branch into other communities and pick up new people along the way as well yeah so you have that consistency and that variety which is great mm -hmm. uh robin hoods wants to know about your standing desk <laughs> Uh, I have a standing desk. It's an uplift. Uh, it's an automated one. So like I push a little button over here and it just goes up and then <laughs> it can go back down and uh, it's actually pretty cool. I just totally come on. Come with me. Come on. But yeah, um, that my stream is kind of obsessed with my standing desk because I'll start my debt, my my stream standing, I'll stand for a couple hours and then after that I'll sit for a little bit and then I'll stand again and it like it's helped me out so much with my energy levels and just like feeling better when I get up from stream because I used to ache, like physically ache when I got up from my desk because like I, my desk would be too high and my chair would be too low or something and I would put all this pressure on my legs 
and I would get up. God, it hurts so bad. But yeah, for those asking, it is an uplift desk. They are very pricey, but I promise they are worth every single penny. This desk is never coming apart. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, standing up every so often is really yes. super important. Uh, the nerd Violet asked, "How do you deal with disingenuous viewers or streamers?" How do I feel with what? How do you deal with disingenuous viewers or streamers? So people that aren't being genuine with you, that are trying to to be fake, I guess, to get more either attention from you or support from you or... Well, (laughs) disingenuous anybody sucks. Um, I I will say I once had... um, I had a viewer who was trying very hard to take advantage of me. Um, They, (sighs) this is a hard topic. Um, They kind (laughs) of- They're asking good questions. They're asking very good questions. Um, So basically I had a viewer kind of came in, got real buddy buddy with me so they could become a mod of mine and then use those mod privileges to kind of like (sighs) make my streams about their streams. And so they would be like self-promoting constantly in my channel and trying to like take my viewers over to them. And um, they were very, obviously they weren't very genuine. Um, And that really sucked because I had put a lot of faith in them, a lot of trust in them, and they completely demolished that. And you're going to have, you know, those crappy experiences (laughs) as a streamer over time. It it just happens. Um, But you kind of learn like warning signs and things to look for. And uh, (sighs) You just learn to roll with the punches. You cut the the drama out of your life. You cut the the people who aren't looking out for you out of your life. And you keep the people who are always in your corner, always cheering you on. And they make you feel so much better. And, like, everything's totally worth it. So for every, like, crappy person, you have, like, a hundred amazing people or something like that. So That's life advice right there. It is. (laughs) Straight up life advice. Seriously. Um, let's see. Dergaliso asked, when it comes to streaming add-ons and programs, what do you feel helps you the most during a stream? Mm. <clears throat> well, I'll I'll just explain the stuff that I have when I stream. Um, so obviously I use OBS, the open broadcaster software. That's what I stream from. Um, I had the Twitch dashboard up when I streamed because it is amazing. That never used to be a thing back when I started, but it's got your chat, it's got your numbers. You can keep an eye on everything, update your title, all kinds of stuff. Um, so I had the dashboard open. I have the stream labels app where it has like all of your alerts that pop through. So like follows, donos, bits, subs, things like that. I also have the chat bot from Streamlabs up so people can get currency in my channel. Uh, I have Spotify up. Gosh, I have a lot of things up when I stream. Um, but Oh, and Discord. Discord so that I can keep in contact with like mods very quickly if I need to. Or if somebody wants to show me like a picture 
of something that they like a tattoo they just got or I don't know something from their weekend so discord is like crucial to me I'm always on it yeah discord is huge for growing a community for sure I really really love this next question from Mm -hmm. Neo Ash which is do you currently delegate any of your email game dev outreach sponsorship paid promotional tasks to a community manager or otherwise and if not, do you think you ever will, or is it something you just handle on your own? <laughs> so it's actually pretty cool that you're talking about that. Um, I know. I, I love this question. <laughs> you never hear this. No. Um, <laughs> I sorry. saw the emote in chat. I had to. So I currently do not delegate anything. Nothing is delegate you see with my name on it is me so if that's emails reaching out to devs reaching out for sponsor things getting promos whatever i do not have a community manager this is all me it is a one woman show and it is so much work that it is getting a little crazy um the bigger that i get the more busy i am the less time i have for personal time and to get to stream like right on time because honestly generally half the time that I'm late to the stream it's because I was answering emails or working out some kind of business something I would love one day to have like a manager I would love that I was actually I was at PAX and I was joking around because my boyfriend was at PAX with me um, and he was kind of like my stand-in manager like making sure I got to all the places I need to get making sure I was fed making sure I had water like (laughs) taking care of me, making sure I was safe. Like, I probably will need a manager at some point, but right now, like, I'm I'm still handling it by myself. I honestly, I don't even know how you go about getting somebody to do that stuff to help with that. Um, I'll say, like, occasionally I'll see if a mod can handle something, like little like I like host like one of my movie nights for me or something if I'm unable but it it generally like I'm doing everything so Mm -hmm. that's a lot and that's you definitely reach this like max capacity whenever you're doing everything yourself where you're like I can't grow anymore because I'm doing all of this myself. Like I would have the opportunity yes. to grow so much more and to create a better experience for everyone if somebody else was helping me. Absolutely. I'm <laughs> I'm starting to like feel like we might be hitting that point. So Yeah. yeah. It's really difficult before you like before you really start to get team members. You know, it's really difficult to like let go of that control. Oh yeah, that's like the big thing about entrepreneurship, (laughs) which I'm really big about um, believing that streamers are just, you know, it's just a new (laughs) wave, new media entrepreneurs, and it's it's so difficult in the beginning for sure. But you should just ask your Discord, honestly. I ask your people that love you. (laughs) (laughs) But then at the same time, you gotta be like, you know, careful with like how much you delegate and trust people with so i will it'll happen ninja cat asked i don't know if this was asked but how do you deal with people hitting on you or flirt trying to flirt with you (laughs) well uh i've been on twitch for almost four years and it is always the same there will always be people hitting on you flirting with you regardless of gender um i like to remind people that twitch is not a dating site 
and that I want those people to be in my community because they like my content, not because they want to date me. I uh, recently had a problem with that. Um, <laughs> but I personally will bring up from time to time that I do have a boyfriend. I'll say it in passing as like, a, hey, this is a thing. I don't make it the center of the stream. I don't make it the center of any of my social media or anything because I feel like personal life kind of should be personal life to a degree. Um, but I, I do like to bring up like <laughs> Twitch isn't a dating site. Like, thank you for the compliment. And then I'll try to like steer the topic somewhere and be like, so how are you? How's your day? What's going on? Like, you, you have to steer it away from that. And if they don't take the hint, then you might need to like start purging or timing out until they do. And if they don't, then bye. Yeah. Don't be afraid to get rid of people for sure. Mm -hmm. Punflower asked, how did you know when you were ready for a Twitch partnership? Was it something you felt or that your community felt? How did you know when it was time to start applying? Uh, well, honestly, my, my ear is super red. Um, how did I know when I was ready to start applying for Twitch partnership? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> well, honestly, I think because I was like, well, I want to go full time. But in order to go full time, I need this to be like sustainable. So I need to get partner because I need those subscriptions and I need that ad revenue and I need those extra things and um so honestly I thought we were ready before Twitch thought we were ready obviously um so I don't know when when you start meeting the uh the achievements that they have in your dashboard I'd say that's that's probably when you're supposed to start getting ready don't don't start applying until you've met every achievement on there that they say you need for partner. Like, don't. Because um, right. you're just going to be... The first thing they're going to look at is, did you meet these requirements? And if you didn't, well, sorry. Like, they're not going to take the time. So, I don't know. Just pay attention to those achievements that they have in your dashboard. And I would say, when you're really consistently starting to grow, then... It might be time to start thinking about it, but don't put too much emphasis on it. It's It'll happen. So. Totally agreed. All right. I think we're good on the questions for the night. Um, anyone that has missed out on the episode and you have questions about like consistency and call a story, the episode's going to be out not this Friday, but next Friday on all of the podcast platforms that you see down there itunes google play stitcher and like 10 others that i have no idea what they are but they're there anyways <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it oh no problem this was this was awesome anytime yes thank you so much kayla for coming on the podcast i really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to meet up with me and i really had a lot of fun talking to you like i feel like the minute we got on the call we just both started giggling and it was like a little sleepover all over again which was awesome so <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show i appreciate you if you haven't already make sure that you subscribe to the show on your podcast player leave a review for us on itunes i would very much appreciate that and i will see you all next week bye thanks for listening to the stream coach podcast see y'all next week <laughs>